0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the way-too-tired Robin Dyke. Uh, with me, as always, my co-host, the ever-patient Mike Merkel, the Merc Zone. Mike, what's going on, buddy? I'm here. He is here. Um, loaded show for you guys, as always. Um, we've got Elimination Chamber. We've got the Super Bowl. We've got some 2024 NFL predictions. Lots of good stuff coming your way, guys. Um you know, Mike, it was a it was a culmination this past week, it feels like, right? Super Bowl's done. The UFL is about to kick off. I know excited. You, how excited you are for that. We're getting baseball spring training stuff coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Basketball playoffs are uh, almost upon us, right? We're at the All-Star break. You're excited about that. The other things you are not excited about, but this one you were pretty I, excited.
1: I'm pumped about. for the UFL. <laughs> like, legitimately. Baseball can't win. Um, yeah,
0: baseball's fine. I, yeah. I'm actually, like
1: problem with baseball is the idea of baseball excites me.
0: Yeah, And, and then, then I watch like, the first five games I like, go, oh, I'm not like, – Well, the problem is it's like, all right, woo. It's like, Aaron, we're 0-10. Does it matter? No, not even a little bit. We have so much time to recover. Like, it's fine. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> right now you're kind of getting a, uh, a, mono, a monopoly in yeah. baseball right now where, yeah, like, yeah. the Dodgers are just like, hey, we just paid Everybody. literally every good player <laughs> on our team. So I think the one f- thing for baseball is – Can anyone beat the Dodgers?
0: Yeah. And then there's a lot of pressure on the Dodgers, right? Because it's like, oh, you got Shohei now. You got Shohei. You got Mookie Betts. You got all these guys. Oh, boy. You know, it's like, like what does that look like? You're like the
1: 2015 Warriors out there. just like, all right, let me take all the good talent. And And somehow the
0: Tigers are going to win it all. It's crazy. I I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. They are
1: playing in the worst division in baseball,
0: like, ever. So, not not ever. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's rough, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we'll talk more baseball. We'll talk more Tigers later on here um, in the year, as we as in the coming weeks. Because yeah, get that UFL action too. Oh yeah, maybe see A.J. McCarron back to the Battle Hawks. Yeah, back to the. I think back I think Astros we might have release. a we might
1: have a home opener. We might have to go to. I know because I the saw Panthers that. host the Battle I saw Hawks that. And, and I was like. like
0: Oh, what am I going to do? We're going to be like the 15 fans that are there, but it'll be awesome. Yeah.
1: And the cool part is you get like 50 yard line,
0: like three yeah. row seats for like $10. Yeah. So I know. Like, yeah. You know, they can't give them away. It's like WNBA shock tickets that they used to yeah. give out for free. <laughs> Courtside, 10 bucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. What now? But uh, yeah, let's get to it, though, Mike. Super Bowl. In the books, your Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> pull out the victory. Um, yeah. Okay, so to I want to ask this question because we have not talked about Super Bowl at I all since since the last time we saw one another. Mm-hmm. Did it feel like it was two separate games to you? Like usually, right? You watch a football game, you go first half, second half, right? Like, well, all the changes, right? I felt like the first half it was both teams just being like how do we make the most mistakes possible mm-hmm. and almost do something cool just to not followed yeah. up with the second half of like, oh, okay, we're actually going to play good football again. Is that how it felt like to you? Cause yeah. like the first half was very boring for me and I was like, okay, this is fine. Like lots of fumbles, lots of mistakes were like, like Christian McCaffrey fumbles. It, it, it doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. Like stuff like that. It felt less about other teams making plays as it more felt like them just going, Hey, Uh, We're good. Like, you you take it. Well, yeah, I I would say it's
1: uh, the first half at least felt very, like, Super Bowl 53-ish. Yeah. Where it was just two really good defenses. Yeah. And it was just, like... Well, Me, and then the, the offense would make a
0: play, and then a turnover. Make yeah. a play, big setback. Oh, holding. Oh, this. And yeah, exactly. Like, like, it oh, was just, yeah, on. like,
1: like the defenses were just so good that it was yeah. like, you just couldn't. Like, every time you, like, Purdy's like, oh, I have someone open. Oh, Chris Jones is there. Right. Or on the vice versa, it was like, Mahomes was set back, and Nick Bosa's about to kill him. Yeah. It was like, it was just stuff like that where they just couldn't get things going. Right. Um outside the one really, really cool trick play that they scored on with McCaffrey. It was so cool. (laughs) I was sitting there, and I don't, like, understand, like, obviously probably playing it, it feels different. When he caught that pass and he just stood there, I was like, oh, he's throwing this somewhere. Yeah, right. I was like, I did not have a sense in the world he was going to run. Yeah. And then, like, and then he threw it back to McCaffrey. I was like, that might be one of the coolest plays I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was so cool. And then to add to it the... Super Bowl wedding play the same play they ran last year. So yeah. you'd hate to see it. <laughs> um but okay. second half comes around and all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, these offenses know how to play football again." Right? Yeah. And like we were starting to see not that I needed like a shootout, but I was like, "Man, this is just a struggle." Like mm-hmm. a, like you were like, "Man, so the Chiefs have no offensive weapons. Cool." And the Niners can't score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It was like, "Oh, okay, cool. This is great. This yeah. is fun." It was fun. You know? Um Chiefs get the win obviously in OT. in ot um lots of controversies coming out of this game um you know Mahomes gets another win right we're gonna talk about that in a minute um I, 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 I let's just start here on the mm. on the niner side of things because Ooh. there's there's a couple notes here that I think are interesting there's one Slash. indefensible note okay yeah let's start there let's okay. start there the fact that 49ers players who have now since walked back those comments because they went, ooh, probably did not paint us in the best of light, Yeah, saying they did not understand the NFL playoff overtime rules. That was a bit rough. It's bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Now, it seemed like Shanahan did because his justification for taking the ball was, so they're not going to get a stop and we're not going to get a stop. It's, so we want that first it strike. It's a real sudden death. It is a terrible justification. Yeah. But it's a justification, right? I, I guess you can see the logic if you anticipate both teams are gonna just rock down the field and score. The problem is, is that you didn't do that. Well,
1: <laughs> I was. Here's the thing. It's it's one of those things.
0: First of all, the players not knowing the overtime rules. Yeah, astounding. I was I, confused on the clock thing. That's why I called you. Mm. Was because I was like, there's only like a minute left, and they're not hurrying. And then they explained it on the broadcast. Because yeah, no, I was like, because like, because well, like in Madden, you go to OT, you can milk it down, kick a field goal. You know, and that's only yeah. your first. No, possession both teams you are guaranteed. Yeah, so that's
1: why even if it hit zero, right. it would just went to a second OT. Yeah,
0: that's what they explained. But I was like, I was like, wait, does this? Is it just a quarter? Is it like a whole nother game? Like yeah. with that, I I I admittedly was not a hundred percent transparent on the clock part of it. Yeah, no,
1: I, I I was very fully aware of what was going on. Yeah, I was just amazed because they brought out the 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 NFL films of yeah, the yeah. Super Bowl, yeah. and when they hit overtime. Kyle check went up and was like, oh, so both teams get the ball? Yeah. Like, he audibly said that in the, right. in the, yeah, uh, yeah. In the films thing. Yeah. So he did not know that both teams were getting the ball, right. which also led to the – he was like, so why are we taking it first if both teams get the ball? Right. Because I think the fundamental problem, if you play – a lot of other teams, mm-hmm. I actually don't mind the idea of taking, taking the, ball. the ball first. Well, especially because your
0: defense is so fucking Cause good. Because if your
1: defense is so, like, if you were playing, if this was two weeks ago and you are playing, or three weeks ago now, you were playing the Lions team, yeah. where that second half, they couldn't move the ball really or score anything. Yeah. And you were like, you went to overtime, you're like, all right, we'll take the ball first, we'll go down and score, now they force have to go down and score. Yeah. Even if they do, we'll just go back down and score. Like, because yeah, their yeah. defense wasn't as, like, right, it's right, not right. as good or right. right. Like, I could get that sentiment. Yeah. You have to see who you're playing on the other side. Yeah. You're giving Mahomes, and you're giving Mahomes
0: four downs. Right. The whole Guaranteed. Time. The, the whole time. time. Right. It's four if, downs. At least if in the situation where they get the ball first, okay, they're at the 35-yard line. It's fourth and four. Maybe it, we just kick it I and, think and play the odds. When you f- when they flip it when 49ers score that field goal, yeah.
1: the Chiefs start going down. They hit that fourth and one at their own yeah. 30. I don't think they go for it. Yeah, right. Like I think they pump because if right. they would have missed that play, yeah. then the it's Niners over. Just the kick game's the field over goal and you win or yeah. or, or, right. or the game's over right. when the Niners get, whatever. Yeah. But it's like you, they would not have gone for that. The and problem you know, they is would
0: you it's there's a difference between going for it and oh okay, we have a chance to win the game or at least you're making the decision you're forcing them to make a decision, yes. Rather than, well, we have to.
1: It is it is the equivalent of if you're in <laughs> college football and you can choose. You go, no, no, we want the ball first. Yeah, with their overtime rules, right. it's like, why would you want the ball? First? Right. Like you I don't, never I don't, want I, it. You yeah. never want it first. You always want to see what they do, so you can match and it, and then you can match it, right? And then, like Andy Reid said, he goes, "Okay, right, we'll match it, and then go for two,
0: right." Yeah,
1: right. and you could have done the same. Like you would yeah. have done.
0: You didn't think it through. Exactly. I think it's inexcusable to not take the ball. Correct. To take the ball there. I agree with you. I agree with you 100. I I understood the justification in terms of if you're banking on both teams not getting a stop, right? Because that's kind of the felt like where it was trending a little bit, right? Um, you know, the Niners go right on the fourth quarter, go in, take the lead. Mahomes comes right back. It's yeah. ties it up. Um, but to your point, though. It, it almost was like, man, you just want to just force them to do it because it was a struggle that last drive to get to field goal range, right? Mm-hmm. Like It was like, okay, they, they had some bigger plays. Like If you just calm it down and keep everything in front of you, force them to have to make some decisions rather than, oh, we have to go forward on fourth. Now you at least have play those odds of, we have the best defense in the league. Let's see if we can get a stop. One negative play would have killed the Chiefs yeah. in that drive because – then it's like, oh, like the Valtess Scanlink thing where he decides to, after seven yard gain, run backwards, right? Yeah, like, yeah. but like that kind of stuff changes the outcome in your decision making, yeah. And
1: if you went to overtime and she's got the ball first, right, and that play happens, and then you walk into a fourth and four, right, you're like, I think you yeah. punt it here, and even if you're and Andy
0: hope- Reid and he goes for it and he gets it, fine, but at least you're forcing the decision to be made, yeah, and you're allowing yourself to make a play
1: when you're when you go. When you go first right. and they go second, right. now they know they have to score a field goal to keep it within at right. least. Exactly.
0: That fourth and four is a guaranteed go right. for it. Instead guess of what? A question you're mark. probably not kicking the field goal at that point anyway because you're going. We just let's just go win the game. We yeah. don't win it here. They're gonna go down the field and score, and they win. Anyway. Exactly. So it's like, like the Chiefs'
1: men mindset was, when we get the ball, we're gonna have more points than you. Right. That was not the Niners' mindset. The, exactly. minor, the, the Niners, the Niners, Niners are playing mindset, not to lose. Yeah. The Niners' mindset was, well, we're gonna get the ball twice, and right. they're only gonna get it once, which I think is a terrible mindset. To well, the
0: thought was, we're gonna go down and score, and I go, what makes you think that? You haven't been able to punch it in the end zone all night. Yeah. Consistently, you got in the red zone a shit ton, just couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't get there. Um I didn't understand too. I think again, this feels like fucking deja vu for us here, but like Kyle Shanahan's play calling in the third quarter—crazy, awful, yeah, awful. Ten passes, zero runs, and three to three and outs. And it was like, and he was asked about that, and he goes, "Well, we got behind." I'm like, I don't care. You have the best. We have a good offensive line. You have the best running back in football. Run the ball. It does not matter if they know it's coming. If you block it, it. You have to force their hand. Mm -hmm. Force their hand. I didn't understand the play calling. I didn't understand how you weren't getting enough time. They were beaten. Trent Williams had a shit game for them. He did not play well. Their front four was eating. You have to force them back. You have to run the Mm -hmm. ball, and he just outright refused. I don't know if it was like a, well, we got to prove Brock Purdy's the guy. Who cares? If you win the game, nobody cares. Mm -hmm. It, It allowed the Chiefs to come back in the game. A hundred percent allowed them to come worse, back in the
1: game. It, it allowed them to stay within scoring distance, right? To where figure it out where you get that the punt that goes off the guy's foot, yeah. and then the Chiefs score on that very next play, yeah. If you were running the ball and running some clock down and stuff, right. and even if it was kicking field goals and going, maybe they don't have a
0: chance to go. Maybe your last drive is the money drive.
1: Yeah, your last drive
0: of regulation is right. the money
1: drive instead of right. oh, now we're going to go tie the game or take a three point lead or whatever it was.
0: I just I was like, this is indefensible. Like you continuously do this over. And yeah. over and over again. Couple that with the fact that he then decided to fire Steve Wilkes. Yeah. Two days later. Oof. Because here's the way I look at it. If I'm Steve Wilkes, I go, wait, 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 wait. So I'm getting fired because I let up the drive for the touchdown. Meanwhile, you're not getting fired because your inability to understand the game and also unable to score a touchdown on that first drive mm-hmm. when you had a hole that you saw him walk right down the fucking field. I thought that was I think that was the most like, well, it's Steve Wilkes' fault we didn't win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, come on. Yeah. This is the second time you've been in this exact same scenario. Third if we count the Atlanta debacle. And you've managed to screw it up all three times. Yeah. Just just awful. It's
1: the only only coached bowl <sighs> ten point leads in the Super Bowl multiple times. Yeah. He's hit all three times.
0: Absolutely insane to me. Um It's crazy. Right, you know, and it's funny, too, right? Some of the, like, you know, a lot of people harp on the uh, fourth down call they made early in that in the fourth quarter on that drive to go mm. take the lead, yeah, right, yeah. the fourth and four Three, or yeah. yeah, where they were in field goal range but not really in field goal range, and everyone's like, oh, well, you, you know, he's like, well, we decided to be aggressive there, and it's like, oh, you know what I mean? It's yeah, nice. I saw like, that. The Dan Campbell commentary all of a sudden changes Real quick and in a hurry, I go. But again, you can't apply it because it's not the same situation. Well, no,
1: and that's that's the thing. I was yeah. like, if you're if if you play Mahomes in Kansas City, yeah, be more aggressive, right? When you're playing Brock Purdy, yeah, you're not right. as maybe you're not as aggressive. Like right. I, it's yeah. you're playing a level of a quarterback that's, that's different. That's a top three quarterback, maybe all time, yeah, compared to Brock Purdy, who's maybe in the <laughs> top fourteen. In the league now. In the now. league right now. <laughs> yeah, so like right, it's, yeah. The level of quarterback there. Listen, in week one when he went for it, yeah. I'm like, you know what? You got to do what you got to do to try to beat the Chiefs on the road. Right,
0: exactly. It's, it's yeah. just a different situation. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Um, I do want to talk about the Chiefs a little bit. I thought if anybody should have gotten a game, like the MVP, it should have been Steve Spagnola. Mm-hmm. He had, on that third down, on that last drive in OT, a mm. blitz call. Yeah,
1: the corner where, blitz with Chip McDuffie.
0: Oh, my goodness. What a play. The fact that you know exactly where I was yeah. going with that, because that play call, ballsy as hell, Yeah, but also so creative, because they didn't sell it. It no. was like, oh, McDuffie's one-on-one. We're on man coverage. You know, you have safety back, and then that safety picks up the slot, and he just goes, and Purdy had no idea where it was coming. I thought it was... He made some big-time calls yeah. in that game, in the for, in the second half, fourth quarter, and an OT where you just go, wow, that was such a – that was the perfect call, yeah. the perfect play call, understanding the situation, understanding we're going to be true to who we are, we're going to blitz his ass, we're going to force him to beat us. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Yeah. It was so true to form. It was so good. And then, two, was- I thought – Andy Reid came really out of his shell in those last couple drives where you're like, man, he's throwing every trick out at them that they possibly can. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, it's as annoying as it is, you saw Mahomes actively reach a new tier, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. You went from he's the best quarterback in the league to he's one of the greatest we've ever seen. Yeah. In, that, in those two real drives, to mm-hmm. tie it and then to go down and win. You just felt like he's willing them, despite Malte- Valdez Scanling tr- actively trying to lose it. Isaiah Pacheco actively trying to lose the game for you. Travis Kelsey losing his mind on the sidelines, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the negativity surrounding it. And he's just like, nope, I'm just going to will it. You know, the step-ups, the big run right up the middle. The one time all night the Niners don't maintain their rush lanes. Mm -hmm. The one time, kills them. And you're just like, holy shit. Like, it it just felt like we were watching a guy where you go, so this is our world now for Mm -hmm. the next 10, 15 years. It is. We're just living in his world right Mm -hmm. now. We're all in orbit of that. Is that kind of where you got it a little bit, too? Talk to me about what you thought of the Chiefs.
1: Well, I mean, I've thought that for Years now yeah. is we're just living in the Patrick Mahomes orbit. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just, he's awesome. It's, it's frustrating. It's
0: frustrating. Yeah. Um so that part you know what it is? He's a good person. I don't really have any problems with him as an individual. Yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers is a douche, right? Like I know there's a lot of people in the NFL who just genuinely don't like Aaron Rodgers as a person, mm-hmm. not as a, you can respect the ability, but as a person, you're an asshole. Yeah. Nobody says that about Patrick Mahomes. They don't like his wife. You yeah. think his brother's an idiot. You think his dad's crazy. They don't like the 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 everything that's around him. But him as an individual, I can't really hate him. Yeah, it's, it's annoying when you play him because you go, "How? How does this happen?" No, he is. He is like
1: uh, in a, in a direct equivalent in the NBA terms, yeah. he's like Steph Curry on the Warriors. Yeah, right. Where you're Where, just like, you know how your I don't I don't them? think anyone really doesn't like Steph. Everyone loves Steph. Right. But when he's got him and Katie and Clay and Draymond and on a Draymond running the mouth, run the mouth yeah, and yeah. and Steve Kerr's letting yeah. Draymond write up plays on the sideline. Right. And they're going undefeated through the playoffs. Everyone's just like God, anybody I'm but you it. guys. I'm over it. Yeah. But we like Steph. Right. That's how Mahomes is, where it's like, Travis Kelsey's loud and annoying, yeah. and they're just so good, and they can win on the road, they can win here, yeah. they can win a 10-3 to game, or they can win a 42-41 shootout. Yeah. They can win anything, they can do anything. It's just like, God, can someone just we I mean, please just end it. Yeah, yeah. It could exactly. just like lose it. Right. That's exactly where they're at. Yeah. And so I don't yeah, it's it is what it is.
0: Is this the beginning? Not the beginning, I guess. Is it's this not the the, is this the decade of like are we going to see a New England style like six Super Bowls in like 12 years? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. He'll, he's going to be around. You think he's going to catch Brady in terms of like wins? Yeah. No. 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 I think a lot has gone his way, yeah. Where, well, like you have to look through like the Brady lens. A lot of like, like, like losing that giant suit with the first one, yeah. Like. Undefeated, and then yeah. you just lose to the wild card giants. Yeah. Like, stuff like, or the fight, he throws, Brady throws for 505 yards against still the Eagles, loses. still loses. Like, yeah. he, he ha- hasn't
0: fe- he hasn't had that yeah, yet. Like yeah, like, stuff like
1: that right. will happen to Mahomes, yeah. where he
0: might make a lot. He might, he might catch. He's the best player on the field, and yet his team still loses.
1: Yes, exactly. Like, there's going to be a time where, and it kind of happened in that 55 Super Bowl against Brady, yeah. where, like, he is trying to do anything yeah. to win his team, right. and, like, his team is just dropping passes, and, mm-hmm and no one can block the defense and stuff. Yeah. Like, there will get to points yeah. where he's just playing a team and his team is not helping him, yeah. but he's not making the mistake. I don't think he's right. ever going to throw four interceptions and lose a Super Bowl or something. Right. But, like, he just might not be able to overcome what the team is. Right. Leaves him, right. and I think it would be interesting when like Travis Kelsey retires in yeah, X amount sure. of time. Yeah. And like, I think that's the portion of his career where he'll make a lot of AFC championships, make a lot of Super Bowls. Yeah. But it's like, man, that one, like, mm-hmm. you know, 49er team or whatever, so good, it's right? so good yeah, that right. just like overcome and like you just can't overcome that. But yeah, he'll yeah, but... be around for the next 10 years. It's crazy. The only guy who can beat him is Joe Burrow,
0: so just just (laughs) got to keep him going, I guess. And he's like, anybody? Any help? Are we going to draft the offensive line? Still no? Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Still deep down in my dankest
1: dark dangers of my heart, I think Joe Burrow might be better, but I I have no proof to say he is.
0: That's the Peyton Manning argument all day long, isn't it? In a lot of ways, right? It's kind like of, Peyton's, yeah. It's Peyton's, you know, the pocket pass or the mind and everything. You're just like, you just can't beat him. Yeah, he just and can't. And every once in a while he does, and you're like, ah well, That's, a, that's and then, the thing is,
1: Burrow has is 3-1 yeah. against Mahomes. Like, he's right. the only one that's yeah. like, I have any sliver of hope of beating Mahomes ever. Yeah, yeah Outside that's... Brady, obviously. Goff. Goff's beat him twice. In the regular season, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: haven't played in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, I know. But I'm yeah, just saying, so, like, yeah. like
1: Br- or yeah. Burrow's the only one in well, the playoffs. What I'm telling
0: you is Jared Goff is king. I'm just kidding.
1: Awesome. If, if he wants to make a Super Bowl and beat Mahomes, that'd be that's and that's one of them where I'm like, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if no. like a Lions yeah. team sprouts we, we out we and beats some
0: Like, what happened? I don't know, but it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could
1: see Chiefs being like 14 and three, Lions yeah. being 11 and six, and yeah. it's like you Take lost, the,
0: you lost to the Lions. Yeah, like having
1: that. That's like the weird.
0: Yeah, it's the Giants. It's yeah. the Giants in the in the exact same aspect for sure. Yeah, um, like it, like that kind of stuff could happen. But yeah, absolutely. So Chiefs get another one. Um... I'm interested to see where these two teams go mm-hmm. because with the chiefs, it's the expectation of, oh, they're going to go for the three P, right? That's obvious, right? Andy Reid's coming back. Um, Kelsey's going to come back, right? Like you've kind of just, you put that all together. The Niners though are interesting because w- where do you go from here? Because it's no longer as simple as we're just going to run it back, Right. Mm-hmm. You signed Javon Hargrave for a big, a big shit ton of money for one season. Um, you know, you traded for Chase Young, you traded for Randy Gregory, Brock Purdy. At some point, is going to need to get paid. Yeah, I mean, he's got some time, but you know, yes. I mean? but like you know, like that's the stuff. They're over the cap mm-hmm. right now, as it stands, right this second. Um, so they have no money. You know, salary cap's a myth, but whatever. Um, it's just an interesting proposition. The other question I want to ask you is: Did this game fortify? the Niners thought mm. that Purdy can get them there
1: mm-hmm.
0: or does it once again, harken back to what we've talked about a couple weeks ago, which was there are moments in time where no matter how good your roster is on paper and the application and the usage of that roster, if you don't have a top tier quarterback, the odds of you getting to where you want to go, mm-hmm are significantly lower not impossible right we've seen it before we've seen it happen a lot right like shit I'm banking on it with my team right mm-hmm. but like if you don't have that outer worldly guy pulling the trigger for you and I'm not like you know you don't have the Mahomes or the Lamars on the good day the the Burrows, Joe Burrows yeah. right you know you know what I'm talking about yes, right yes, yes. does it fortify the fact that until you do that it's going to be so much harder to do it no matter what the because re- if you look at the Niners roster and their team compared to Kansas City they have a better roster than Kansas City does mm-hmm. I would say objectively right like top to bottom yeah. right but the different and I'm not trying to blame the Super Bowl loss on Brock Purdy I don't think that's fair at all that's not I'm not that's not yeah. what I'm trying to do here but what I am saying is I kind of go back to why they traded up to get Trey Lance in the first place Mm -hmm. is because they had a chance to win a Super Bowl and they couldn't do it with Jimmy G and they thought the ceiling was here. Mm -hmm. They've kind of lucked into this Purdy thing. Not that he played bad, but at the end of the day, they weren't able to score Mm -hmm. as much as they needed to. They weren't able to punch it in. Does that do anything for you in terms of your thought process in, they can get to X just based off of running the football and having a smothering defense. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to playing the bear, the top 1%, every time it seems like they've got it, of course, it's the same guy on the other end, but it seems like that's where any flaws in that Niners team shows. Yeah, I, would, I know it's a hard question because it's not fair to, like, to, to birdie yeah, himself. I, I I don't
1: think so. Yeah. Only because I think if they would have played... If they would just ran the fucking ball, well, sure <laughs> again. But like, if they would have played a bunch of other teams yeah. in that Super Bowl, how they played, right? I think they would have beat them, right? I think the Chiefs were like the one team, yeah, that stood. Like even like a Baltimore. Yeah. I know we all were like, oh, Baltimore's just gonna go in and would cream them. How the Niners played, I don't know if Baltimore would just went in and yeah, maybe, especially yeah. with how they played against the Chiefs. Like yeah. if they would have pulled that Chiefs game out barely, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd have super confidence. Right. In Baltimore, going into that game necessarily, right. I think not, I think the Niners against almost anyone else, yeah. how they played, goes yeah. in and wins. It's yeah. just you're just going up against yeah. Mahomes. So really that's the question because I
0: think you could get it done with Brock Purdy. Yeah, because that's that's I think that's, that's, I think the, that's the question you have to ask. Right? Is where's the flaw? And yeah. I'll tell you what the flaw is. It's Kyle Shanahan's decision making. Yes, it's it all oh, 100 percent because. At the end of this, you can look at and go, look, man, we changed quarterbacks. We traded up for a guy didn't work, right? Like, there's a lot of signs now where you go, maybe you're just not meant to. Again, the Niners are not meant to come from behind. We've, we've discussed this previously, right? And you can see that there's been moments of futility. They play Baltimore. They got their ass kicked. They play the Chiefs. They blow a 10-point. Even the Lions. Lions put up 31 points. Mm-hmm. That's not a ringing endorsement by any stretch. Um so it's like you see the, these uncharacteristic flaws that you don't see in the regular season historically. But man, when playoff time comes, they just manage to go. Compl- they're supposed to go right, and they go left every yeah. time.
1: I think. I think it's just. I think it just shows how difficult the NFL playoffs actually are. Oh, absolutely. I think it's really what what well, Baltimore like, is another perfect well, example Baltimore's another purpose. Because Baltimore's like that. The yeah. Packers were like that. Yeah. Where it's like how do you get to seven NFC championship games only and they win like one of them with Rodgers? But right. it's right. like as it's a Lions so right now, hard. you just look at it and you go, That one three thing mistake right. loses you the game. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it just takes something really small like that and yep. then you lose. Yep. Right. And and because it's one and done, it's you know, the Niners going with a, a one bad quarter, right? You lose. Right. That third quarter costs them the game, basically. And so, I I think you can win with Brock Purdy. Like I do think. You probably can win with Jared Goff as a Lions fan. Yeah, it's just right. you would it's you it's would, yeah. It just makes like you have to have a more complete team. Yeah. When you have that, sure. if we had Joe Burrow on the Lions, I think you probably could have won this, this year.
0: One. Right. Yeah, because sure. I think
1: your team was yeah. good enough with a all star level quarterback. Yes. But when you have a a good quarterback yeah. there, you need. More yeah.
0: support, Not an material. elite quarterback. Yes. That, and that's the difference, right? Elite quarterbacks cover up things. Yes. Right? They just do. They cover up things. Mm-hmm. Um, that defense for Kansas City, though, was still pretty damn It's pretty so damn good. fantastic. Yeah. Losing Sneed's going to suck, but yeah. overall, the team mm-hmm. is really solid. Really good. Yeah. McDuffie's a stud. That was a great pick by them. Um, all right. Let's pivot a little bit here. We want Let's talk some early uh, playoff teams for next year. Colin Cower coming out, doing some clickbaity stuff, and well, I fell for it. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i i i know it's clickbait i'm yeah, still gonna click i'm on still it. gonna click on it just because i want to just you know see how they immediately you know i'm already bracing myself i guess is the best way of putting that for all this packers love that's going to come in this offseason because they're going to be the new hotness for they're 100 them you and know. houston are the two teams i think would so that's funny is he doesn't even have houston making the playoffs in this in this scenario mm. he yeah. says basically because of the fact that they won the division. They're 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 not going to sneak up on anybody any this time this year. Sophomore slump coupled with you're playing a first place schedule. So he said all that for Houston. And He goes and he has Also said Trevor Lawrence is going to be healthy again. Anthony Richardson. You got to see what that is, right? Mm-hmm. So that was his logic behind That's that. Some, but, that is so some, these that are is his. Logic. These are his division winners. Yeah, a lot of speculation there.
1: Yeah, I was like, I was like you yeah. were speculating all speculation. I was so actually. Like, you were, you were expecting like seven negative things to happen. Just for that not to happen. It's yeah. Kind of crazy. He's really
0: smart. I don't know if you know that. It'd uh, be like that. All right. Yeah. So, here's his division winners. Can, oh, can I can I give my oh, yeah. division winner? And yeah, yeah. then we can execute okay, yeah. it. Or so. Way too early, before free agency, before the draft, before anything, mm-hmm. before the, you know, world stops turning, Yeah. sun explodes. Okay, give me... All wait, right, wait, go ahead. Get, what's your... East, East first. AFC? Yeah, AFC East. AFC, AFC, AFC East. East. Uh, I'll let you know if you're in line. Let me put that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah that no, one. I know. Yeah,
1: AFC. See, this one's tough. I have to project how well I think Aaron Rodgers might be.
0: Uh, I'll go Buffalo, yeah.
1: but I wouldn't be shocked if he said the Jets.
0: Nope, Buffalo. He Buffalo, Buffalo. Okay. Bills winning that one. Uh, AFC North. Mm, All sorts are okay. stacked.
1: Not Pittsburgh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I not, love how you feel like they're staying with Kenny Pickett. Hard pass. Not Cleveland.
1: Um, I'm going to say
0: Baltimore. He's got the, wait for it, as I pick up my laptop charger cord, Mm -hmm. Mysterious Suspense. Mm. Still more Mysterious Suspense. Still more. <laughs> the whole audience is like on the edge yeah, of their the, seat. The they're like, what is, it? The, whole is, it Baltimore? is like, the whole audience is like, Can we just get on with it? Uh Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Okay, that was yeah. Cincinnati. i usually the regular seasons are not very good. No. No. Yeah. They're historically a bad That's why this year season. we all
0: thought they were gonna win it because like, oh, they're playing really well in the regular season, everybody stayed healthy. All right. Yeah. And then
1: and then know. Joe Burrow said about yeah. ah, AFC South. This is a uh, – Yeah. Interesting. So, okay, well, it's obviously not the Texans. No, it's not. I already <laughs> gave away that. Yeah, you so gave away that. Uh, yeah, It's definitely Titans. not going to be the Titans, I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, does he have a weird love for Trevor Lawrence like I do is the question.
0: Uh, I think he's going to say Colts. He did say the Colts. He did say the Colts. Because I that think that Anthony He thinks Anthony Richardson is just going to come in and the, be the second like coming, coming yes. Yeah, And then probably the AFC West is? The Chiefies. The Los Angeles Chargers. You're right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chiefs now. Uh, give me Chargers their me, wild, wild card Ralph. teams.
1: Okay, so those are wild the four. Cards. Yeah,
0: those are the four winners. So to review, right, you got Buffalo, Cincinnati, the Colts, and Kansas City. Okay, so your wild cards would then be
1: uh, Baltimore yep. because he has Cincinnati. Yep. Um. Uh, I will go with the Jags mm-hmm. with Trevor Lawrence. Yep, one more. And I need one more. Ooh, I'm going to lean. It's not, <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Uh, because they have such a bad roster. I'm gonna say the Jets. Oh, Chargers. Nah, it's got the Chargers so out there. I feel like the Chargers are gonna like throw away everybody, and then the team's gonna fall apart. Yeah. So for I at think, least a year, I think they're gonna yeah. have a year.
0: Harbaugh is already favored to win coach of the year. as of this That moment. doesn't shock me. No. Literally in the slightest. well, I'll just make the playoffs. You make the go. playoffs. Oh my god, you didn't? You're not an idiot. Yeah. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, exactly. You won with one of the best quarterbacks in football. Holy shit! What like, you're crazy. Yeah. All right, let's go to the NFC. Okay. Start in the East. Start in the East? Yep.
1: Oh, boy. I'm going to go. Okay. So, so it's such never, a crapshoot every year. It really is. So you've never had a back to back winner in the East since like 2000 or something, yeah. which is crazy.
0: So I'm just going to roll. To say Washington's in that division, I think it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you I, say? Will, I will say the Eagles. Uh, he's got the Washington Commanders. And here's why. He actually wrote a little blurb on this. He okay. goes, Why the Commanders? Question mark. $75 million in cap space. He loves Dan Quinn and Cliff Kingsbury. Two sentences I've never heard. Um, and it. Cliff Kingsbury is not, as yeah. Oh, see it. could be good. I think the Eagles and Cowboys, because of the age and drama, are vulnerable. We have a surprise team in the league year every in the league every year. He thinks the Commanders take Drake May at number two overall, and he thinks Drake May is just like Justin Herbert because they played in a similar uh, college offense and will be better than people think immediately. That guy Herbert was in 2020, Stroud was in 2023, and May is possibly that guy this year. So there is some, I think, some decent logic in terms of, listen, if they blow the wad and spend a bunch of money this year, they don't have any, they're not paying anybody, really. Yeah. Who are they paying? They, they trade away all the defensive players that they're going to be getting rid of anyway. So your thought is get a new quarterback. Your offense was already pretty good last year. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring Cliff Kingsbury in, run that spread, you know, air raid type offense. Dan Quinn you're gonna hopefully bring in the defense to hopefully kind of hold that down. And the Commanders' roster is not terrible. It's really not. Mm-hmm. They have some pieces. I think they hit on Emmanuel Forbes. You know, you still got DeRon Payne. You've got Terry McLaurin. You've got kurt Like, there's pieces. Yeah, I, you it's know, not the worst projection. It's just it's not actually. that division. If they're the NFC South, I go yeah, I can see it a lot easier. Yeah. But because of the division, there, I still think it's a difficult <sighs> ask. Dallas and Philly, you know, and the Giants, I can't imagine are as bad.
1: Yeah, Giants have to just figure out their quarterback spot because right. I don't know about that. Daniel okay,
0: NFC North.
1: Mm. <laughs> uh, I can tell you won't be Minnesota. Yeah, I can tell you that. Uh, I Probably a year away from Chicago love unless they get Caleb and then
0: Chicago love will come in hard. You should see um, I don't know how I'm getting bears stuff in my Facebook feed where it's like projected trades. And they're just like, Oh, all these for like Justin Fields. They go, who, mm-hmm. who was who trading multiple yeah. first round picks for Justin Fields? Yeah, Stop it. One. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But I think you're about a year away from that. Just, I think next year, here's the problem. Chicago. If, level if will be Justin crazy.
0: Fields. If you don't know, if Justin Fields is your guy, then he's not your guy. Right? Well, I agree. That's why you I, think, I, mean? they, I yeah. think they trade him and trade and get Caleb. Yeah. I, I think Caleb has like a, I think he's got here. a higher ceiling. Yeah. And then
1: I think I think next offseason, it's going to be like, oh, my God, year two, Caleb, blah, blah, yeah, blah, right. blah, blah. Like, I think yeah. that's what
0: that As they goes. fire their entire coaching staff. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Uh, okay, so Packers and Lions.
0: I think he'll probably lean Packers. Yeah, he's going to lean Packers. He yeah. doesn't have any thoughts on it, really. He just goes, I love the Packers' young personnel. their kids. I, they went to Dallas, hammered the Cowboys, you know. I do, I do like the Packers squad. I think they will... Well, they will easily
1: be the number two competition to the Lions for sure. Oh,
0: absolutely. They were this um, year, really, when yeah. you think about it. Um, um,
1: and with the first place schedule that the Lions are going to have this year, it's going to be very tough. Yeah, playing I'm Dallas, interested. I herself, Here,
0: here's so. the only thing I have on Green Bay is you caught magic in a bottle a little bit, I feel like. And you, you can say similar things for the Lions for sure. However, you're not sneaking up on anybody anymore either. The Lions didn't, I don't feel like, snuck up on people. I felt like they won eight out of their last ten the year before. Everybody was talking about them. I don't think the Packers are all of a sudden going to jump Dallas and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so surprised Jordan was playing well. So, yeah, so what I would say to that is I do think
1: similarly to that Lions year, too, I think the Packers did kind of at the end of the year because they were were like a 500 team going into Thanksgiving. Once that Thanksgiving game against the Lions kind of hit, same thing weirdly when the Lions played – Green Bay, right, and that's kind of what started yeah. their streak. That yeah. really pop started the Packers being yeah. like, "Oh shit, wait, they're kind of yeah. cooking." A I'm little
0: bit. I'm fascinated to see now with like this receiving core and everything like since they've had time to gel. It's like, okay, what do we really have there, yeah. right? You 100%. know, I'm interested. I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be better than they were this year for mm-hmm. sure. Um, it's going to be really interesting to kind of see. Where they go, they, they feel like both lines and Packers feel like if you're going to solidify playoff
1: spots, yeah, they feel like both
0: playoff. Right, center. so let's let's keep going. But, um, yeah. NFC South, who that's the this shape. is so this is dependent on a move by the Falcons. I think based on oh, shit. Sorry, so the Falcons are in. So they uh, that's who I would have okay. guessed anyway. So he is projecting that potentially the Falcons either land Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins in free agency because okay. Ross is going to get cut. Well, yeah. And Kirk is technically a free agent. So yeah. he's assuming they sign him, you have London. you got Bijan, your defense is I've, terrible I've, and your division's ass.
1: Yeah, I've already mentally put Justin Fields on the Falcons <laughs> Me already. Too. But, Me too. but <laughs> like, I 100% have. I 100% have. He just fits like with Bijan, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, mm-hmm. Justin I was like it just kind of feels like he's
0: yeah, fits. already there.
1: Yeah. And he and he was um not is he from Georgia?
0: He he committed to Georgia, or he com- did he commit to Georgia? He or did something? as a as a high school. And he, then he went to and then he transferred State, right? after so, a so year. like he's
1: kind of like in that area. Yeah. I just feel like it just kind of works out. They but,
0: need a quarterback too. It Wouldn't shock me. Yeah, um, last, and one, they have
1: a head coach that maybe uses their weapons.
0: Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Every Pittsburgh fan's like,
1: shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, NFC West. Mm, uh, I, it's hard for me to say anyone but the Niners here. OK, um, I, I, I just I would final to, answer. I
0: want to have blind optimism in my Seahawks, but I don't. So he's I'm, got the Rams. I'm not shocked by that. Here's why. Rams are the second youngest team that made the playoffs this year. Besides the Packers, they have, I think, one of the great coaches in football. They've got 11 draft picks, 30 million in cap. They're on the Super Bowl bubble potentially. Now, I don't think they're on the Super Bowl bubble. I think that's a bit of a hard projection. Yeah, their defense is still kind of a work in progress. You just lost your defensive coordinator in Raheem Morris, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a tough thing to overcome. 100%. Um, I think, too, as much as, you know, I love Matthew Stafford, I think Stafford's health is paramount to their success. Yeah. And now that I know that's easy. Well, your starting quarterback goes down. But, yeah, but for them, when he got hurt and was not playing well or he was playing injured, he looks like shit. Yeah. So if he's healthy and they can keep him upright, they're yeah. finally gonna have a first he's, round pick. He's he
1: is a turn injuries off at Madden. Yeah. I would say Rams hundred percent. Yeah, right. But yeah, exactly. Like with all One that hit risk, and
0: it's all yeah, I
1: I would personally say Niners. I have no reason. I, I have no reason not to believe the Niners would win the until division until you but. tell
0: me they don't. I can't say that they're not going to. Yeah. Uh, wild card teams.
1: Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna say so as in terms of so I think Packers and Lions both get in.
0: Yep. So Lions are so a wild Lions card are team. a wild card team. That's yep. fine.
1: Um, Wash. Oh God. I'm gonna put Dallas in there. Dallas is in. Dallas is in. Uh, and then I'll put. Oh, I guess in that case Rams and Niners. Yeah, and the Niners. So the Niners, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's got no faith in the Eagles, and I don't blame him. Honestly, with the way they ended. I'm interested to kind of see. The Eagles are going to be that team where, like, if you told me that's the team that's going on a revenge tour and wins 14 games next year or something crazy, I won't be shocked because I won't Kellen Moore's there, Vic Fangio's there. You've got actual coaching there now. Coupled with they flamed out so poorly, there's so much young talent on that team. You know, I just I can't imagine Hurts playing worse. Let's put it that way.
1: Um, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, you know what
0: I mean? Um, It's not easy to see that. And Dallas, I think, is a hard projection, too, because, okay, yeah, you're going to run back kind of the so same, same amount of team. Th- the thing with Dallas,
1: yeah. and I'll play into the national media narrative when okay. I say Dallas, mm-hmm. is they're such a good regular season team. They are.
0: yeah. So Which weird. is why
1: I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, Dallas is going to get 11, 12 wins.
0: Right. Right. Everyone's going to talk about Super Bowl and then they play the division round. You yeah. Go, oh, I'm it's not going to say
1: if you told me which teams are guaranteed to win a playoff game next year, Dallas is not the team I would say, <laughs> but like to say like, will they, what, what team is most likely going to get 12 wins next year. Right. Dallas is like, yeah. That means Kansas, Kansas City are my two picks, honestly. Yeah. um, and, sure. like, and maybe Baltimore because Baltimore randomly wins a lot of regular season. games Yeah, too. for sure.
0: I'm really looking forward to free agency. We're going to get talking into that in a couple weeks here. Um, And we're also going to be starting the always famous on mock corner. I, I
1: was going to ask you about that at yeah. one point because I was like, Lions be well, like 40th now. So like, yeah.
0: I mean, we're still going to do it. We're yeah. still going to talk about as it. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not nearly as We sexy.
1: finally flipped the script where it's not as How fun to crazy talk
0: about that. is that? Where we're like, third overall, you're Detroit Lions. Instead, now it's, hey. Who's left at yeah. 29? <laughs> I hope this guy falls. Yeah. I hope Keon Coleman's there at 29. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So it's going to be fun. I think it's an interesting kind of uh, perspective now, though, right? Because now you look at it and you say, hey, now it's more about can Brad Holmes really do his thing, right? Mm. Can you? What are you going to do? Are you going to trade up? What are you going to do? Like, no. Could you trade out of the first round altogether? I can see it happening, yeah. quite frankly. Brad 100%. Holmes ain't afraid to make a move. So it's, it's going to really depend on free agency quite a bit. And because you're at that 29 spot, it's like after the top 10, it's a crapshoot, right? You're never – everyone's just like, yep, sure, this guy – and it's all based on need. Mm-hmm. Brad Holmes doesn't take based off need. Not necessarily. He takes best player available. Yeah. So what does that look like? Is it a wide receiver? Is it an offensive lineman? Mm-hmm. Is it a pass rusher? Please. Is it a secondary player? Please, right? But like yeah. I could like if Keon Coleman's staring at it. It's like the it's like it's a I think it's so similar to oh well, um from Oklahoma stand there at, at Dallas's face. Uh, CD Lamb, mm, yeah, like, that wasn't really the plan, but he's the best player on the board. Yeah, shit. All right, let's just take him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, no, hundred. I could see that happening. And for I think sure. if they do have a good free agency
1: period, I think people will be with the draft they had last mm-hmm. year. I don't think people are gonna freak out as much if like a Keon Coleman gets picked yeah. or something like that, like yeah. a receiver or like mm-hmm. a tackle or something, and everyone's like, you know what, maybe we just they need offensive linemen. They do so. need offensive line help, yeah. but like it's gonna be one of those. Maybe we just trust process a little bit
0: yeah this is a year for me especially because i don't really know what the logic is it's so dependent on free agency this year because you're a good team now so it's you don't have a shit ton of holes. Yeah,
1: like, if they somehow get, like, the Hassan Reddick or yeah, someone, right. then it's like, okay, the pass rusher's probably yeah, very that's lower. that's probably not, not as high on the list of shopping anymore yeah. as compared to a secondary If you get, player. like, a Pat Sertain or uh oh, Legereus God. Sneed or whatever, oh, it's like, if you get one of those guys with it's like, maybe you don't go corner. Right. And right. Maybe or maybe you
0: do because you you're do. like, oh, let's, let's you know, start phasing something out after this year because it's a technically really a two-year deal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have, there's options, right? And yeah. I think that's the fun part about this is, you could look at it and go, there's a million different ways to skin this cat. Everybody knows what their holes are. And I think he's clearly aware of where their deficiencies <laughs> so. are. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, now let's see what he can do with it. Right. Yeah. And because here's the thing, too. They're not going to be, they're not going to go buy six new players no. of like true holy shit. Because you're going to pay Amon Robinson Brown $20 million a year. More than that. $25 million. Goff's going to get a brace. Panay's going to be due pretty soon. Aline McNeil is due. You're going to have to pay some yeah, of these Aiden's guys. Gonna be due, Aiden's going to be doing a couple of years. So it's like you have to prepare yourselves for You have to keep this foundation together. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. That's why Jonah Jackson's not going to be a Lion next year yeah. because you're not going to pay a guard $12 million when I can take $11 million of that and give it to Panay Sewell on his $30 million-a-year deal because mm-hmm. that's coming. It's yeah. just going to happen. So, you know, do you pay Taylor Decker after this year, right? It's like that's a decision yeah. that they're going to have to make. Um, They've got room. But how much functional room do they actually have? Yeah. That's the question. Uh,
1: yeah. Like, you if you go on spot track. Right. They've got 65 it's, it's million 65. Yeah. But then when I'm 25, yep. 17 more goes to golf. And then, you know, XX, you're like, oh, now I actually have like 12 million to yeah. what's left. Yeah.
0: yeah. Exactly. And it's not. Um, it's, it's, good. it's very interesting. Um, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm fascinated with what they're going to do. Um, uh, at, at, in free agency because as much as I understand why you can't blow the wad, mm-hmm. they need to sign some impact players. They need to get some guys in here. It can't solely be through the draft. Even the Baltimore's of the world will go, all right, let's go sign a Marcus Williams. Let's go sign a guy yeah. who can be a contributor. They need that either in the pass rush side or the secondary, preferably both <laughs> sooner rather than later. Yeah. You know what I mean, Get someone back there. Someone God, to help I out. Need, they need somebody. They really do. Like, good Lord. They haven't, and the other thing, too, is they haven't been in that A-tier list, right? Cam Sutton was a B-tier free agent, right? He's not a, holy shit, it's Cam Sutton. It's a, all right, nice signing, Cam Sutton. All right, yeah. cool. So the fact that that's where they've kind of lived, what is the plan, mm-hmm. right? Like, Legereus Snead is out there. Sure would like Legereus Sneed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Nice. Like, Khalil I heard Max, his name a lot. Khalil, yeah, Khalil Max available. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Right, not at thirty million dollars. But you know, who knows? <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. mm, do we want Khalil? Yeah, Mike? but I watched him.
1: I watched play two and a half games on the Chargers last year.
0: Let me, let me put it this way: I, if if the Chargers are willing to strip it down, I'm calling him. Like, so what is Joey Bosa really? What do you really want for him? Yeah, <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah. Um, all right, let's shift focus. Let's talk WWE Elimination Chamber. Oh. We are here mm-hmm. on the show before the actual show that we actually care about. That's right. We're talking about AEW mm-hmm. Revolution. I'm just no, uh, no, <laughs> no. I'm actually excited. I am excited. I'm excited for a Revolution for sure. Um, yeah. we're not talking that. No, Elimination Chamber. My heart. Yeah, it's okay. We're almost there. Almost there. Um, elimination Chamber, Perth, Australia, um, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that probably next week because I'll be in Florida. So. Yeah. We'll have to wait a week. But that's oh okay. my God. I know I suck. I know. God, I know. I want We're gonna spoil me. it right now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, is, is this fair to say? Yeah. Is this maybe okay?
1: The most uh-huh. predictable card that they've put ever out in a long time. Oh boy! Um, like from top to yeah. bottom. Like I could basically just tell you what's gonna tell happen. Tell you what's yeah. gonna happen. Um. You are, I guess, is is there any surprises big enough where it's like. No,
0: there's not that at all. There's nothing. Th- this crowd is going to be hot enough as it is. Sure. No, unless we somehow spin it where Cody's working that night. I mm-hmm. don't see how that happens. Unless, like I said, if the rock comes out and is like me and you right now. <laughs> and then I'll be like, well, it's the best day of my life. But until then, not so much. No, this is a, this is a rough ask. To mm-hmm. have fans that are not in attendance be like, "Yay, Elimination Chamber," mm-hmm. instead it's going to be like some five foundation. more weeks till Mania. Yeah, five <laughs> more weeks, maybe six, can we maybe start nine. the Can we start the actual build for Becky Lynch and, and Rhea Ripley now? Yeah, well, we didn't get there yet. Oh, but, I'm sorry, spoiler, spoiler alert! I meant to say for Liv Morgan versus Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that's not even. We're gonna oh, actually. No. We'll, we'll open with that.
0: Women's. Yeah, you know it's going to open it.
1: Yeah,
0: it will 100%. Either that or Ripley opens it and the crowd just loses their mind.
1: Yeah. Uh, Confirmed in the match right now, we got Tiffany Stratton, Mm -hmm. John Belair, Liv Morgan, Naomi, and one Sir Becky Lynch.
0: Is there one more spot that needs to be? Okay.
1: Uh, I could figure out who's competing for that spot. If you give me a minute. Oh, boy. doesn't I ain't matter. For that. doesn't uh, matter. Sh- oh, you ready for this? Oh, boy. Elimination Chamber qualifying last chance battle royal. Ah. Mike in, Elba Fry, Zelina Vegas always start Shayna Baszler. Okay. I'll so compete for that six spot. Okay, so
0: nobody cares. Um, So Becky wins. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a match. It's yep. going to be fun. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. The Chambers have lost a lot of luster for me. Because they've made so many changes to it now. It looks all safe and shit. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like trying to protect people. Like, yeah, it's kind of like, Oh, you know? it's like, oh, no blood. Okay, cool. No, in all seriousness. so I don't know. I, I just feel like it's no long. It's, it's kind of like TLC was for a minute there when they got really hot and heavy with doing those. It felt like a lot. Mm-hmm. At some point, you kind of overdo it, and now it's like... So now every year we get a chamber. It almost is, it's like, do we need one every single year? It's a great storytelling device to get somewhere. I get it, but like... Is that just
1: a feeling with every specialty match? Yeah, basically? I guess. Yeah. Like, I think the one that's like legitimately... Like a uh, like a true feud ender, even though I hate the match with all my might, yeah. is like the I Quit match. Yeah, like, I feel like when you do like Hell cell uh, Cell,
0: I feel like is another one that. Well, like be... they do the pay per view, or I they know. used to do the pay per
1: view. Yeah. I guess they don't do it anymore. We haven't seen one in a hot minute now, yeah. so it's it's coming back, coming back. <laughs> but like I Quit, they don't just do every every other week. So it's like when you're like, we're doing an I Quit match. It's like, oh shit, like we're gonna end something yeah, here, right? Um, that's the only one that really feels like it's like a. Yeah, surrender like anymore. Bam, like
0: bam. Yeah, to, to whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Becky wins. I can't imagine it's any other way. So I'm just gonna assume.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really trying to talk myself into anyone else, but I don't think I can. So Becky. Sasha
0: Banks comes back. Wait, wait. That's right. <laughs> she does the,
1: the the one spot from 2009 where she like knocks out Mike in or whatever, yeah, and then she go. like gets in the chamber. Yeah, there everyone. Were you supposed to go to AEW in like three weeks? Oh, I still am. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Uh, We have a tag team title match, Rob. We have the WWE Raw Tag Team and SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Judgment Day, Damian Priest and Finn Balor will defend against Pete Dunne
0: and Tyler Bate. Yeah, so no title change happening here. Um, If it was DIY, I would have been a lot more of like a... Maybe? Mm -hmm. um, I don't see Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne winning this match. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be probably from an in-ring perspective, probably the best match of the night. I 100% um, I concur with that. Yeah, so. Until Cody Rock, and then that's yeah, exactly. the Yeah, exactly, of course. Match. Right. Um, I actually really like where their tag division is right now, though. Yeah. Like, you know, you got the Creed Brothers, you got DIY, you've got the New Day still, you've got, like, there's a lot of I teams. Got, in
1: a weird sense,
0: yeah. it's almost like split the titles.
1: No been cool. shit. Because having,
0: like, DIY and Creed Brothers as Raw and Tag Team Champions right now I know. would be really cool. I know. I agree. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's too much to give anybody who's an up-and-coming team. Like, Alpha Academy could have easily been Tag Champs three times at this point. Yeah, 100%. But yeah. because now it's double titles, you're like... Mm, are they really yeah, that like when good you, when you solidify yeah. are they the it to, best tag team in the entire company yeah, yeah like when you solidify
1: it to one it's uh we can't take the chance on, on <laughs> someone else yeah. so we're just gonna give it to the new days and the usos over and over again because like
0: <laughs> they're the only ones that people will buy yeah <laughs> but when you have um, two
1: you have like the raw tag team that's really stacked and the yeah. smackdown one is like pretty really
0: look at their last couple tag champs right it's the judgment day it's the jay uso and cody rhodes it's the Usos. It's Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. You're like, yeah. Oh, for the last like five years. You're like, oh, okay. And then the former tag champs before that. What? Here you go. Here's a trivia note I'm for gonna, you. I'm going to tell you already. I have no idea. Who was the last? So when the before the Usos unified them, right? They were yeah. the SmackDown tag champs, right? Who'd they beat?
1: You know what's funny It's I can I can you, see you it know, happening. You, you
0: know exactly who it is. No, Come on, I, you. Do. No, I don't. Okay, yeah, you do. wait, I can get there. Come on, you can do it. Uh it's somebody. It's it's annoying. Let's put it that way. Oh God. Okay, you gotta give me like thirty. We were not thrilled when
1: it happened. I believe I probably was. Funny enough, I kind of believe you. Yeah. Mm. Mmm. So just
0: SmackDown tag titles. Oh, just yeah, just the SmackDown because they beat Orton and Riddle right for the Raw tags right so they unified them there uh, on that smack remember that was orton's last match before he went away mm, yeah yeah okay yeah. That, that came back to yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: so so who they beat for the smackdown that,
0: yeah so they were already like a year in when, before they beat yeah. uh yeah who was the last just individual oh, smackdown God. tag that champ was like
1: 17 years ago
0: rob yeah right, you're telling me <laughs> it's actually kind of disgusting how long it's been uh it wasn't the bar was it that far ago? No, wasn't that far. You want oh. you want me to tell you? Yeah, tell totally. me. Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Uh, I would never. Have found Isn't that me. gross though? That they they're the four. They were the former tag champs on SmackDown. Yeah, I don't remember that. Gross. Absolutely gross. That was too long, ago. Who's the former Intercontinental Champion? Oh, that's uh, Ricochet. Yeah. Isn't that uh-huh. insane? Isn't that nuts? Or like, who's the last Intercontinental Champion for Gunther? Ricochet. Yeah. Oh, I remember those. Cool. 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 Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, back to this tag title match. So, yeah, Judgment Day retains. Um, you know what's funny is I forgot that Roman
1: didn't win the titles at a SummerSlam. Yeah. He, he won them on that payback show, like, the week after. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, but, like, the story, like, start, I was like, what? Like, he didn't even win it at SummerSlam. Everyone no, just, like, tells so me it happened week. at SummerSlam. Oh, God, I was so
0: happy when he came back, though, because that Fiend-Ron Strowman thing was awful. But, like, when he came back, I went, oh, thank God. And then that was the start of a beautiful, beautiful story that's now gone on one year too long. Mm-hmm. Sad part is that story is not ending. Isn't that sad? Yeah, it's kind know. of funny, but at least it doesn't have the title, so we can you know move on with our lives. Maybe it's not ending. Shut up! It's not ending. It's not ending. It's just going to keep going. But now it's about him and the Rock maybe, rather than maybe, about you know what? Time. I'll 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 see it when <laughs> I'll believe it <laughs> when I see it, Rob. All
1: right. Anyway, so yeah, so we have Judgment Day winning. Yeah, I'll I'll root for Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate with all my might. With all your might, but it's not going
0: to happen. I don't yeah. think. This was the Creed Brothers. I'd be like, let's go.
1: (laughs) WWE World Heavyweight Title, number one contendership elimination chamber match. We have Sir US Champion Logan Paul. All right. Yeah. Mr. Yeah himself. Yeah. Yeah. We have the guy who
0: just loses all the time, but somehow is in here, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. He's doing some really good work right now, though. He's Mm -hmm. been funny as shit lately. He's been
1: funny. Uh, The actual funny guy in the match, Kevin Owens.
0: (laughs) Also hilarious.
1: Uh, the super yoked guy in Bobby Lashley. Uh-huh. And then the former leader of Legacy, Randy Orton. <laughs> the
0: former leader of Legacy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Like, the 12 people that are going to get that are going to be like, oh, okay. I do
1: sure. that. Um, Yeah, so Drew McIntyre with the win. You know,
0: Sammy i not even in this. Yeah, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew win. McIntyre wins. Yeah. I can't I imagine. thought save Zane was in this. No, he lost. He lost. He lost. I can't imagine. Yeah. I think they're doing the whole, like, lose, 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 lose. Yeah, he wins it. Mm, okay. Um, Daniel Bryan treatment is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Drew wins here. I don't see a story for anybody else to win it. There's nobody else in here. Like, it on the surface, it's like, oh, there's a lot of main eventers there. But when you really drill down and take a hard look at it, you go, Bobby Lashley's doing a six-man feud thing. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul is the U.S. champion. That's not happening. L.A. Knight has no purpose at all in this. I'm kind of surprised he didn't actually win it, or got actually even in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, who am I missing? Kevin Owens? He's had forty-five damn shots at yeah. it. it. And just then doesn't... the
1: former leader of Legacy, Randy yeah,
0: Randy Orton. Orton. It's like Orton and Rollins. Like if this was for Roman, I would see more of a. I just don't see there's no. really any path for any. Of these I was guys. gonna say I could see
1: L.A. Knight if they wanted to swerve people and be like, yeah. oh, no U.S. title, but we'll give you a world title.
0: Yeah, that's true. L.A. Knight, but. Yeah. Then you got really big baby face versus really big baby face. It doesn't work. It just cannibalizes the audience a lot of times. Yeah, I
1: also didn't love in both these mansions. They were like, oh, we're gonna put SmackDown and Raw people in to make it more stacked. And I went, so like none of the SmackDown people are gonna win though, right? Yeah, right. Because Cause that makes that would make sense, right? Yeah. What you said. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got
0: the main event. Sure.
1: Will it main event?
0: Doubt it. Okay. Cap- re. I don't know, maybe it could, just based on the fact that... ah, No, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I could see them ending the show with Becky and Rhea in a a Mm stare-off. Because because the men's winner, if Drew wins, it's a heel. You're not going off TV Mm -hmm. with Drew pointing to the WrestleMania side. That looks weird. It's almost like he's a babyface at that point. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you... you got to end on a happy note. So maybe the women's ends, and then it's her and Rhea in the face-to-face. Or Rhea
1: just beats... the. Indestructible force yeah. in Nia
0: Jax, and that Becky's like, ha, da, 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 right? I yeah, exactly. Care. Where it's like, oh shit, here we go, and people yeah. are gonna be really excited just to yep. see them staring at each other. But
1: anytime. yeah, so Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, they're gonna wrestle, they're gonna tussle, they're gonna body slam and pick yeah.
0: each other up and slam each other down, and
1: and then uh, I don't even
0: think that's gonna happen, but sure. Oh, and then Rhea's gonna win. Yeah, Rhea's gonna get a pop that's pretty freaking loud mm-hmm. on on uh, in Australia. So. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I really appreciate the fact that they leaned into, okay, like, we know Rhea's going to get cheered, so let's like let's go for it. Um, I can't imagine it's a strong enough match, though, to go last. It just doesn't sound like it would be. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no, chamber matches are kind of boring, though. Yeah, they suck. Mm-hmm. They're not great. Like, don't know. you want to just, like, end on a... Yeah, go, but that's, like, one the one last one's like, oh, stakes. Maybe they end on the, the Cody-Grayson-Waller effect.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, Rock maybe comes they out. Set, Rock comes out. They set up the tag. Here match it would be the most annoying part thing ever, though. Okay. If the Rock and Roman are in Australia, but they're not working, <laughs> what was the fucking point then? You know what I mean? Like shit. We can because Roman, Roman didn't want to go. Have the tag titles or have the tag match here, Cause, and then we because
1: Roman wasn't signed to go. Rob. Uh,
0: fine, whatever. Hate me. It is what it is. Can it's we fine. just
1: put Rock in a two on one against Cody and Seth?
0: Yeah, people want the triple threat and stuff. I go, no, 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 no. Don't dilute it. Don't dilute it. Triple threats suck. Don't do that. Yeah. You
1: know. There are some good triple threats. Yeah. That one would not be a good triple no. threat. No.
0: Where's the Rock at? Blew with hammy. It's fine. <laughs>
1: well, that would help. What if he does blow his hammy five minutes in and they can just make it a one-on-one?
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, real quick, I do want to, let's do like a quick update on that, right? Thoughts on the Rock's promo. Really embracing the heel side now. It's mm-hmm. no longer uh, Izzy. It's a full-on definite at this yeah. point. A lot of people are following these Easter eggs. So he's saying you're going to lose at WrestleMania, and he was pointing at Roman but not at Cody. We got the whole, Ugh. you know, he's holding up an L. Is that for losers or something? Like, what is that about? We've got the – he's got a fancy-ass shirt on now. So for, there's that. What – I mean, are people reading almost too much into it now so. as compared to – I don't think anything major is going to happen until Mania where you start to see the fracture.
1: Until I get the answer of why Cody said not at Mania, you're and never said, I'm never, I'm never gonna buy yeah. into any of these, yeah. any of the minute detail stuff. Yeah, because if you can't explain that part, then why is everything else minute and makes sense? I don't think
0: you're ever gonna get an explanation. I
1: know I'm not, but I'm just saying, like, if, you got to almost
0: erase that. You got to think of Brock Lesnar and think of Vince McMahon, <laughs> and just press the reset button, and okay. then you got to throw that bad idea, yeah, in there with those two other guys. And just go, and they're going. Well, because like when people try to convince me,
1: it's like, oh, it's just so attention to detail. And I go, okay, then here's the detail. He said not at Mania. Now it's at Mania. Why? And right. you go, I don't know. I go, then you why? Go, because it's- everybody realized, oh, this is a bad idea. Yeah, but I was like, then how is it attention to detail when he's like, I'm going to make sure that you. And he points at him and goes, see, he's pointing at Roman. I go, so you can, you can do everything to that minute detail, mm-hmm. but then you're just going to ignore him saying not at Mania two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I just, I just can't. Until you give me an explanation, I'm not getting into this. Oh, look, he, he looked at that one fan, and that fan is holding up a sign that says Roman sucks, so he believes
0: that Roman I'm not getting into that. Yeah, right, yeah. I, I don't think any kind of turn happens until after Mania, assuming Roman loses the title. Yeah. Because until that happens, there's no reason for them to be at odds with one another. Like some people projecting, oh, it's gonna be Rock Roman night one. I go, how? How are you getting there? Mm-hmm. What What is the goal here? at this point? It doesn't make any sense. No, because Rock's in heel mode now. Yeah. He's part of the bloodline. If, if this was
1: before the press conference, I would go, okay, I guess I could see it happening, yeah. probably. Right. But, but even
0: like even in like when they like they shook hands and they got all face to face and everything, I was like, okay, we're like. You can tell it's a clear pivot Mm -hmm. because they went from being face to face and being like stern looking to now we're going to shake hands and be brothers and, you know, so it's like it's a clear pivot. You can't get there in that short amount of time Mm -hmm. to make the match worth it. I still stand by our comments before of. If they lose at mania in this tag match, which I'm assuming is happening. I imagine it's got to be happening. um, Follow it up with okay, Cody beats Roman, and now it's like Roman's mad at the Rock for losing night one, and then Roman's mad at the Rock for not helping him night two, and then Rock's like, well, you're the head of the table. You're supposed to be able to handle this on your own, blah, 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 and then we just start that that story. That's going to be an A story for them, but the beautiful part about it is, assumingly, he doesn't have the championship anymore. So Mm -hmm. we can live in this world over here, and when they want to come back every three months... Okay, we can pick it up yeah. over here. And
1: all the like attention to detail people, there was a promo that Paul Heyman said like three weeks ago or something, mm-hmm. where he was like, Yeah, this title is what all this bloodline stuff's about. Like he yeah. like said something in the vein of that. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, if and then but those same people want Cody to win. I go, So you do you pick and choose attention to detail right. that you that yeah. you guys want? Exactly. Like it's not all this isn't like the Cole and, and MGF thing where like they had the mask mm-hmm. hanging out of Cole's locker and then like Cole would like put his hand in his pocket and look like he was hitting a buzzer to turn the lights off. Like it wasn't like that's attention to detail where it's like, if you, if you miss it, that it still makes sense. Right. This doesn't feel like attention to detail. It just feels like it's trying to make something. We're just forcing something.
0: something That's not really narrative. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really enjoying it though. I'm enjoying The Rock being back on some time of a full basis a little bit right now. It really helps, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman being on television every week helps quite a bit. Um,
1: oh, crazy! The champion being the like story. Every week is just... I
0: do think the story has picked up a notch. I really do, and I think it's kind sure. of the Rock being a part of it has really kind of been like, you know, like leveled it up. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, and I think part of that is because we know we're getting like, in a perfect world, okay, Cody wins the title, and this and this still goes on on a separate page, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we can work with Cody as champion being the top guy, and also have this going on at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels like we're getting to a point where it's like, okay, Roman's not going to be champion, so if you're not in the Roman thing, you don't have to worry about also being consumed with the title.
1: Yeah, and I think, the thing I like about it is, because I'm not, I'm not crazy in this bloodline story, mm-hmm. don't really care, but... If it's not your cup of tea, yeah. it's not for the championship, so right. you don't you have can focus on other it's shit. It's not something you have to pay attention to. I can sit and watch SmackDown because of the Cody stuff and go, okay, Roman and Rock here, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't personally care. Right. But if you're really into the Rock and and Roman thing, but not as much into Cody as champion, then you tune in for that. Like it gives you mm-hmm. multiple things. To tune into, mm-hmm. and you could pick and choose which parts of it you want, and they're all pretty good.
0: Yeah, right. A thousand relatively. percent. Yeah,
1: even sure. if one's not your cup of tea or the other one's not your cup of tea, at least both are good, so you could pick and choose which one you wanted. Right,
0: and the fact that the title's not being hamstrung by the story that Roman's trying to tell, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I can watch this. In anticipation for knowing, oh, but Cody's defending the title against Randy Orton, and you're like, oh, that's 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 He's, what I want to see. Yes, yeah, yes, I agree. Okay. Um, next week can we preview any Revolution. Sure. Is it next week? When's the show? Is it the like third? March third. What is that?
1: It's two Sundays from uh,
0: today. Three so, Sundays from today. Yeah, so we would have to do it. In- Next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, next week. Next yes. Week. Yeah. Next week, we're previewing AEW Revolution. One of us really Loaded excited show. for it. I'm excited for oh, the show. Both of us are excited for I really, really am. I'm excited it. for the show. I did not understand the promo between Swerve, Hangman, and Samoa Joe at all. Mm. I was like, I'm very confused. And also, Samoa Joe's a babyface now again. I don't know how yeah, that happened. Yeah, the triple turn is crazy. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Swerve's all of a sudden babyface. Hangman's like, I have a mustache. And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> Heel. So, yeah. Fine. You know, I think it's uh, I think it's deep
1: AEW writing. Once you get the mustache, you just turn heel.
0: It's fair. It's fair. Kenny for, grew the mustache. you he turn heel. <laughs> he did. That's right. The whole thing. Yeah. the The Bucks up. have a mustache
1: now. They're heels. Yeah. Little goatee thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Once you get the facial hair, you turn heel.
0: That's fair. That's why we're not. That's why we're both. Such that's why guys we're. Guys yeah. Like, we're gonna we we be. We're facial facial <laughs> that's why Darby <laughs> Allen will never turn heel because he's he just, okay. I do want to. We're we're we're. Wrapping things up, but I do want to ask that because a lot of people really gave Darby a lot of shit about doing the whole Cody Rhodes mention <laughs> without doing it. Yeah. I kind of agree. Sure. But I didn't think it was like this massive agreed. Like Dave Meltzer like lost his mind about this, where he's like, oh, they're meant like it doesn't do anything to mention him. And I agree with that sentiment. Like it does not do you any good to mention a guy who's no longer here. Sure. Who's also then killing it on the other show. Yeah. However, if you interpret it in terms of the whole promo it's hey that guy who everybody loves over there believed in me yeah and you guys the evp characters that we're portraying now didn't that's why the heat's there
1: yeah i i here's the thing is like i get it was like weird to bring it up but yeah. i was like it's one of those you do, like,
0: do that they, they'll bring up wwe at times and you go why you don't need to do yeah i say yeah. but
1: like i was like i thought it was like pruned to the story right i did too so that's why i was like i don't understand why it was such a like when yeah. I watched it, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I was like, oh, him they Cody. mentioned Cody. I, like, go, I was well, like, I'm like, yeah, everybody uh, knows. I was like, <laughs> everyone knows that he brought him in and they had that 20 minute time limit draw, and that's what Darby got into AEW right, for. Right. I was like, I understand that, mm-hmm. and the Bucks didn't want him in there, and now he's reaching these. I was like, it makes sense, right? Yeah, I don't,
0: yeah, I think sometimes I was, like we try to get too, like, oh, and you're like. Just calm it down. Like Eric Bischoff, I will listen to his show. 83 weeks. Highly recommend it if you don't listen, um, but he's not the biggest AW fan in the world by oh. any stretch of the imagination, but he, and he makes some good points about their story or lack thereof and some details that we leave, but he really hated on the bucks sting Darby angle. Mm. And I was like, I what's wrong with it. I go, he's like, why are they, why are they heels? I go, well, if you don't watch every week and you haven't seen they've been losing matches and it's like they went away, they came back, Sting wanted them to come back like and so you have to like the whole point of them attacking Sting and Darby was to get the match, which they then followed up with Darby's promo of said getting said match. Like no. I, sometimes I, it doesn't need to be so minute where everything's gonna be like, oh, like the sun was on the west, so that means it has to mean this. Like, yeah, I would, yeah, I would sometimes just like, it's just like, hey, we're badasses, we're and we're gonna kick your ass and we're gonna make Sting look like a joke on the way out. That's the heat, that's the whole part of it. Ugh. We want the titles back. There we go. Yeah,
1: and I always looked at it, I was like, it's like, why are they heels? And I'm like, well, imagine like being the vice president of your company and then losing a lot. Yeah, I was like, I'd be pissed too. Which right. is why after two wins, they're like, we're number one contenders. Look at the rankings. And right. it's like, in real rankings, you would not be number two, right. or you wouldn't be the number yeah. one contender. Using their stroke, but you're abusing your power right. to be number one contender after going two and zero. I like. I, mean, I was yeah. like, I, I was like, I thought it just makes sense. Yeah, no, I think even, sometimes even we're though st- the rankings are kind of stupid, like I get, I, I, I get, I get that. that part.
0: But I, I think that sometimes we're trying to jump on AEW, especially because it's like the new hotness at times. Yeah, and it's like. Sometimes you got to let it play out a little bit too, right? Like, am I overly thrilled with how this Undisputed Kingdom thing is going? It's bad. It's not been good so far. But if Roderick Strong beats Orange Cassidy for the title, I'm like, okay. Yeah. We've got three championships in this thing now. Cole's hopefully slowly but surely getting healthier. All right. Yeah. Now we can I would say, going. even like one
1: story they just added was Don Cow is coming in and going, my team is so good that there's no one for us to face. So we're going to have inner turmoil fights. Right. And I go, why? Right, like if you guys are so good, put Takeshka and Osprey as a tag team, right. and, and go in kill everybody, right. because they're so good. Right. Go get, go kill go put But titles Instead, in you're group. gonna have them wrestle each other because right. you guys are so good that no one else can wrestle each other. So it's them two. Yeah. Like the story doesn't make sense right, right. now. Yeah. Maybe it'll lead to something. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm excited for the match,
0: obviously. But I was like, but the that, story that is that's the AEW stuff that people go, this is dumb. Yes, because and- that's the <laughs> unprompted go what.
1: Yeah. Why? I was listening to it going, this makes no sense, but I know where they want it. The match
0: itself is going to be good. It's like you're almost trying to figure out the story just to get the match. Yeah. Like, Tony Khan was like,
1: let's do Ospreay and Takeshika. Okay, what's the story?
0: They're so good that that they have to wrestle
1: each other. It sounds good, but I just want the match. Like, that's what it sounds like. Uh That's what it feels like he does, which I'm like, listen, if I get the match and it's a five-star banger, I'm not going to complain,
0: but the story just doesn't make sense. I get that point. I think what AEW really has to start working on and learning as they kind of grow here as a company, because we got to remember, too, they've only been around like four or five years. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. So I think the big thing is, though, is that once you have the story, that five star match goes from wow, that was an awesome match to wow, that. Um, do you remember mm-hmm. when they finally went head to head or that team? Like when you have the story, it makes that match live. Yeah, long after it's done, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't know how many times we can honestly say in the last fifteen years where you go, remember that match. Right, well, for both companies, right, yeah. where you go, holy shit! But still, people will always go back to the Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat match, or mm-hmm. they'll go back to Brett and Sean. or they'll go back to Austin and Rock, Punk and wh- Cena, exactly. Right where you go, man, there's so much story, yeah, that then the mat- the really good in ring work complemented so well, where you're just like, holy shit, this whole that whole time was yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, that's why the the presumably best match in AEW is that tag match at that Revolution show. Oh, yeah,
0: because of, the story. because of the story. Because you had so much built into it, and then you deliver a five-star match for you go, at the end of it, you're like, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Physically, mentally, emotionally, you're like, holy shit, that was beautiful. That's the thing where I think sometimes AEW gets too caught up with putting the right match in the ring compared to, okay, well, how do we get there? Well, I'll figure that out part later. We're just going to do this match. Yeah. But they're, they're getting there. So they're 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 looking trying. forward to Revolution. They're trying. Um, that's going to be it for this week's show. On behalf of the Missing Women, he is the Merck so Mike Merkel. I am the Mouth of Michigan Robin Dyker. We'll talk about Revolution next week. We'll, talk, we'll do some NBA check-ins as well post-All-Star <gasps> break. I know Mike's favorite. Why is Luca winning the winning the NBA championship? And how does LeBron also win the championship at the same time? I don't know. We're okay. going to figure it out. I'll as tell B- you how. President of player development. All good. <laughs> That's going to be for this week's show. We will see you guys, as always, next time.